0: Guys, my name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome to the NFL Rundown. Feels good to be saying it once again. February 2nd, 2020. That was the day that the Kansas City Chiefs beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. The last day that we had professional football to watch. It's been 220 days, and that was a completely different world. Tom Brady was still a Patriot. Adrian Peterson was not in Detroit. Jadavian Clowney was not in Tennessee. And of course, the world had not heard of the coronavirus. Tomorrow is the first game of the season. We've got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Houston Texans. I cannot wait to watch this game. It is going to be, in my opinion, a sloppy affair one that will probably not satisfy to most people's expectations of crisp, clean, hard-hitting professional football. I think you're going to be seeing a lot of missed blocking assignments, blown coverages, and I think everyone's going to look a little rusty because uh, if you haven't been following the NFL season this off-season, um, all the preseason. Not a single preseason game. Every single team has only been practicing against themselves, doing scrimmages. You know, there's only so much you can really simulate that's not an NFL game full speed. But we're playing games. No Hall of Fame game this year. No preseason games where your starters come in for a series and then you're third string quarterbacks come in and light it up and everyone says, oh, look at the improvement that Jacksonville made because, you know, they're playing decently against Kansas City's third string safeties. I mean, it's 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 kind of crazy. The preseason is important. The preseason is valuable for coaches to evaluate that bottom half of the roster. But this is going to be a test for the veterans who for years have been Leveraging things to sit out preseason, uh, to not have playing time uh, in the preseason, Uh, and it's going to be a test of Bill Belichick's system in New England that he essentially treats the month of September, the first four weeks of the season, as preseason anyway. I mean, who has ever been able to say that this is the identity of the New England Patriots in September? It doesn't happen. Every year they look like a mediocre team and it's part of the narrative that goes into evaluating Bill Belichick and to an extent Tom Brady at the time. Um you know do do they still have it? Are they still able to repeat and continue their dominance? And for the first 4 weeks of the season, half the people out there will say, "Look, there you go. The time has come." For the sun to set on that. And then October comes around and they look fine. And then by the end of the season, the Patriots are winning the division and looking like one of the stronger teams in the AFC. So is that going to be a norm? Are we going to see that more often uh, going forward? Only time will tell. I'm incredibly excited to watch live football again. Don't get me wrong, though. Uh, I do think that the first part of this season is going to be sloppy for a lot of teams. I think the defenses are going to have the upper hand for uh, a week or two in most situations. Um, That's not to say that guys like Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are going to be throwing seven interceptions in a game and become the next Jameis Winstons and leading the league in interceptions. But I do think that it's going to take time. It's going to take repetitions for these High-flying offenses to really get going. And that includes my team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Adding so many pieces to the mix with Tom Brady uh, is going to take time. I know a lot of folks are really, really high on the Bucs this year. Uh, Some really well-respected folks, folks that I've listened to for years, are saying things like Tampa could win the Super Bowl this year. Pump the brakes. Just a little bit. As much as I want to jump on that crazy bandwagon, um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen this year. Uh, I think it's going to be a very, very uh, tough situation for them to come out of the gates and light it up, as it is for pretty much every team. Uh, The preseason really does matter, in my opinion. We could be proven wrong. I could definitely be proven wrong if the season comes out and guys are fresh and they're you know they're not banged up by grueling two-a-day practices that we don't have anymore and traveling for preseason games and that kind of a thing, uh, if they come out and they're fresh, then hey, you know what? Maybe we don't ever do the preseason ever again. Maybe we just do one preseason game and your starters don't play in that game at all. And that becomes more of an inner squad scrimmage for the coaches to determine who's going to be on the special teams or who's going to be that, you know, that third running back that they're going to keep in the backfield or, you know, depth at the linebacker position, you know, whatever it may be. I think this season, as weird as it is going to be, could be the start of some changes that will be in the NFL forever if it goes well. If by the end of the season we've had to cancel games because of coronavirus, if we've had injuries to big-name players that many folks will start pointing because there were no preseason games, I think not a whole lot changes. That's just my opinion, and of course, time will tell. The one change that we did get that I am incredibly excited for and so glad that the NFL decided to put it in this year, uh, is two extra playoff teams, one from each division. The bye week will be different this year. Only the number one overall seed will be getting that that first week bye in the playoffs, and everybody else will be playing for their lives, essentially. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I think you're going to start to see some teams that would have been held out in previous years. I mean, obviously with one extra preseason game or god, I keep saying preseason, one extra playoff game. Uh divisions that are super stacked. Things like the years that the NFC South had three teams with 10 wins, 9 wins like that. Um you know, the the uh, AFC West a lot of times gets super jammed with some really good teams. So you could end up seeing three teams come out of those divisions uh, and still not hold up someone else from another division. Uh, I think it's a fantastic idea. More playoff games, higher ratings, more money for the NFL to make. Absolutely. It's a no-brainer. Next year, we should be getting an extra week to the season. Extra regular season game, more money to make, more advertising revenue, another risk another week of risk for the players. We'll see what happens. This is all collectively bargained between the NFL and the players, so they agreed to these kind of things, and we'll see what happens. I'm excited, man. I'm really, really excited. Now, before we get out of here, I do want to talk a little bit about some predictions uh, for the season. I don't want to get into too many um Specifics on things, but because uh, that's going to be the topic for Friday, uh, we'll recap the Chiefs Texans game and then I will give you my official picks uh, for each division uh, and then Super Bowl teams, the conference champions, and then my official Super Bowl pick uh, for the year. Now, uh, for those that have never seen the show before, we uh, the old version of the show when we used to do video, uh, we typically would do headlines, recap games, and then uh, kind of set the stage for next week's games. Uh, we used to do it all on Monday. Uh, this show uh, will be three times a week. Monday, will be recapping games and doing some headlines from the week. Wednesdays will be kind of a rambling, sort of a free-flowing thing when it comes to headlines, opinions, topics around the league. Uh Maybe set up the big matchups on Thursday, if there are any. Uh, And then Friday will be uh, picks and recaps and getting you guys ready for uh, Sunday. So before I get out of here, I do want to talk about a couple of things that I think are going to happen this year. The first one is in Miami. Ryan Fitzpatrick has been named the starter in Miami. I think that is a bad move. I think if you draft Tua as high as they did, I think you need to start him. But I think what will happen is that Ryan Fitzpatrick will work that Fitz magic that he rubs out of that giant beard every weekend, and he will look incredible for a couple of weeks because the level of quarterback play there has been so low for so long that even a halfway competent quarterback will seem like the next coming of Dan Marino. But eventually, Ryan Fitzpatrick will become Ryan Fitzpatrick. He will have multiple games with multiple interceptions. And Tua will be forced to go out there. And he will get... Well, he'll he'll hit the wall. He'll hit that rookie wall, I think. I don't think he comes out and lights it up. I think if I am running the organization, I drafted Tua as high as we did, I think from week one, I think I would be all in on Tua, I would give him the shot, I would put him out there, ready to go, let's do it. That's not to say that every quarterback that's drafted high or every rookie quarterback has that same mentality, has like, you know, but I think... If I'm running that organization and I have Tua as my quarterback, I put him out there week one uh, with the situation in Miami. I think uh, Mitchell Trubisky, who, if I remember correctly now, has been named the starter in Chicago, but I think you're going to see him play some of the last starting weeks in the NFL for him this year. I do. I am not sold on Mitchell Trubisky. I think with the body of work that, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson have had, I think you've, you've had a plenty of time to see something out of Mitchell Trubisky that if he was going to step it up and become the solid starting quarterback, I think it should have already happened. Uh, I don't know what his contract situation looks like. I believe this is the last year of his contract. Don't give me, uh, don't quote me on that. But he needs to prove that he deserves and earns that starting position. And when the Bears go out and pick up Nick Foles, I don't think they have much faith in him. And I don't think anything is going to happen this year to change that. And I think this could be the last that you see of Mitchell Trubisky. And the last thing that I think will happen this year is that Deshaun Watson will enter the conversation of being on the level with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Deshaun Watson has had some really up and down seasons and time in in the NFL. Injuries, unfortunate injuries have really hurt him in the past. I think this year is the first year that he makes it all the way through the season. And you're going to see what Deshaun Watson can do in Houston. I think they're going to win that division. There you go. There's one that I'll give you straight up. I think Houston wins the South this year. Now, I know DeAndre Hopkins leaving and and, and going to Arizona and all that, but um, a lot of people say you take the kid's number one wide receiver away. How is he supposed to get better? And a lot of people, some some people are saying that because he's gone, they're going to be a better offense. I don't know about all that. But I think you're going to start to see him take command of the offense. And I think their running game is going to be fantastic this year. Uh, a key to this, though, is J.J. Watt and that defense staying healthy, staying dominant, not making them have to come from behind in games, Uh, if they're able to keep games close or, of course, not give up points and keep them in the lead, uh, then you're going to see Deshaun Watson play without having to try and put too much on his shoulders, and he will elevate himself to another level of quarterback this year. So there you go. Those are three things. Uh, I'm going to ask you now, at the end of the show, we'll ask you guys throughout the show, but particularly at the end of the show, we'll ask you guys to do a couple of things for us. First off is to make sure you're subscribed so you never miss any of these videos uh, and you never miss videos. I keep saying videos. I'm so used to doing video uh, stuff with all my YouTube channels and the old version of this show, but this is an audio podcast, so make sure you're subscribed so you never miss uh, an episode. And then the next thing is to follow us on Twitter. We are at the NFLRD. That is at the NFL R D, the letter R, the letter D. And let us know what you think is going to happen this season. Do you think Deshaun Watson will step up or do you think he is going to take a step back? Do you think Mr. Trubisky will step up or step back? And do you think Tua will end up getting significant starting time in Miami? Let us know at me all you want. I'll talk with you all day. But until next time, thank you so much for checking out this episode of the NFL Rundown. My name is Brian Sanchez. And as always, one love.